0: hi you guys welcome back to another episode of no bs with briar and
1: sarah this is sarah this is briar how are you doing today i'm good it was a long day but it was good i was taking pictures at friendship my old my old oh. alma mater <laughs> but it was good it went by really fast it was a lot of seniors um now we're doing this and we had some fun beforehand how are you fun. I've been doing well.
0: I just spent a lot of time today packing and stuff because I'm about to leave for Alabama to go see Lana Del Rey for the second time this year. Yeah,
1: With only a month and a half, right? Yeah. (laughs) And the third
0: time ever, almost four, but she had to cancel in Dallas.
1: Um,
0: but we did want to talk to you guys about uh, why we didn't record last week. We're not trying to be flaky. I feel like this happens a lot and we apologize, but we're not the type that record then like edit and post later. We just like record and immediately post. So uh normally we record on Wednesdays and I had a classic Sarah full-fledged fucking meltdown. <laughs> and Uh, Don't be concerned about me. It was nothing. I didn't like fall off the rails off the bandwagon for, (laughs) uh, for, uh, for that day or anything like that. It was just, I needed a good mental health day and I didn't feel like my energy would be good for the podcast, but Still got together with Briar, She made yeah. me dinner. We watched TV. Doc, you have
1: some little snackies and yeah. goodies. <laughs> so I had a good
0: night. She brought me snack. Oh, do you have any more of those lollipops? Fuck yeah, I do. Okay, well, <laughs> we're going to have one after this. Episode. Hell yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's why we didn't do that one. And the reason we're recording on this Monday is because we wanted to uh, have, like, to be able to release for that one and then for last week and do a second one to release on wednesday because i will be in alabama for the lana concert but i think we're just gonna stick to one because yeah. there's just been so much going on
1: busy weekend busy busy times yeah so we're busy ladies we are busy but, you know we love doing ass. this yeah Bossies. Bossies. that's
0: right <laughs> But anyhow, let's just jump right in. in. So today's topic is a big one. I actually love this. Yeah, Um, me too. We are going to talk about the correlation between uh, mental health issues and substance abuse in the service industry. Yeah. (laughs) Woof. Woof. Okay, obviously you can have those issues in any industry, right? Yeah. But <laughs> if you're in the service industry, you know, according to barnrestaurant.com, a 2015 study by the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Association, the restaurant industry is the most at risk for substance abuse disorders, and it's the third industry most at risk for heavy alcohol use. Um, and this is often because drugs and alcohol are often a social reward among co-workers
1: <laughs> yeah. i mean i attest to that <laughs> I, i've been like tipped in drugs i girl i have too and i would even tell people like you can just tip me that's so bad but like it's true I'm like you just do this instead because i would end up spending my money on it anyways so yeah yeah i yeah. might as well just do that
0: and the amount of people that like just like want to buy you a shot or
1: whatever yeah that too both both of them
0: <laughs> like i've had to just uh a couple weekends ago it was a sunday around 2 p.m and this couple is like oh are you allowed to like take a shot and i was like yeah but you know i'm i, I don't want to like not today i you know wasn't gonna go too heavy into it about why like no i don't drink i'm an alcoholic <laughs> i was just like yeah no no but not today i sure appreciate it though and they're like why like it's uh 2pm on a Sunday. I don't see the problem like they're being funny about it. Yeah. But I'm like, no. You I've, have no idea? I have dead ass been blacked out by 2pm on a Sunday. Many times. So, Girl, no. No. It's not because of the time and date. It's because I'm a monster.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am the problem. <laughs> yep.
0: Absolutely. Oh,
1: shit. And...
0: Just a lot back in some of the other bars I worked at. Um, it's just like, oh, my God, that was such a crazy rush, heavy shift. Like, let's take a shot. Let's all take a shot. Fuck yeah.
1: A lot. Or it's slow and we're bored. Let's take a shot. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, it didn't matter. It was whatever excuse. Oh, it's in 30 minutes. Want a shot? Yeah, for sure. Let's go ahead.
0: Yeah. And this is by no means any admittance to um, – us doing this now? We, oh no! We no, no, have no. a like no shot policy on uh on shift at our workplace, no. and you know, no no. This is we're like, fully aware. We follow the laws. Yeah, but this is like in the past. Yeah,
1: shit. Laws
0: that don't know bars, <laughs> hell, yeah! Hell just, oh my god, that's so stressful. Let's take a shot. Like whether it's amongst ourselves customer wanting to buy us one
1: or someone pissed me off and I'm like I just need a shot yeah yeah you know, it's just any any excuse any reason it, it doesn't matter it could be something like so minuscule or whatever it is just like it's just socially acceptable yeah whatever yeah Does it no, doesn't matter <laughs> we have this thing uh, one of
0: my uh, old friends that I worked with would say what time is it and I fell for it every time I would tell her. Like, oh, it's, you know, 1 p.m. And she's like, that's not what I'm asking at all. And then I'm like, oh, Oh.
1: (laughs) it was time for a shot. Shot. (laughs) Yep. Oh, man. Um, Because I always end up blackout every shift, though. This was just. just, Not good. And I was a Sambuca. I was a Sambuca girl. (laughs) Or
0: even, like, if you uh, are the type to not want to drink during your shift, Afterward, you, yeah. you unwind with drinking
1: uh-huh. and then you end up saying like throughout the entire like next person shift until close yeah like your house, and then you stay up and you sleep all day and then you just go back in and, and yeah or just, you hop
0: over to another bar yeah i'll say like a lot of our customers love them to death not judging them a lot of them are service industry workers oh yeah they get off work they just uh, made a whole bunch of cash Boom. They, they come in.
1: Let's go blow off some steam. Steam to go
0: drink. Blow uh-huh. off the steam
1: from the, shit. the shitty day that you had. <laughs> uh, it's crazy how it's like verbatim amongst like every industry. Because even when I, and I can say this now because I don't work there anymore. But when I worked at Starby's, I thought it was. Yeah. You would go in at 3.30 in the morning. All like, right. Well, I'd give it 3.30. you get there by 4.30. 30. And we'd all get off and like, yeah, we would go drink or we were closing and we'd go to the bar afterwards. And yeah, like it just, it was just normal. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's just, I think it's just like service industry in general. Yeah. It's just like, whether it's a bar, restaurant, coffee shop, I think it's just so high strung in so many situations. And I like, like I'm a big people person. But also, like, just dealing with people sometimes is so – is just too much. Yeah. Like, I love people, but I also hate people at the same time. Yeah. And, like, take that how you will, but it's true. Like, it's just, like, especially after the weekends, my social battery is so burnt out. And it's not even from going out and doing things or seeing my friends. It's literally just from working and, like, having to exert this – Extra happy, fun, energetic persona. It's like honestly, I'm dog ass tired. Like I could literally fall asleep on this floor right now. I don't care that it's dirty or sticky, I could fall asleep on it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and as much as like I absolutely love and adore customers, oh, yeah. like you know, they are uh, I I'm in this industry still because of my customers. They <laughs> exactly why like they're great people. Um they help me pay my bills you build a relationship but they with them. are also horrible customers and <sighs> that shit gets to you and it gets to you and then also there's an aspect that a lot of people don't even really think of and i know i'm guilty of this but like compassion fatigue so you know, you're the bartender, you're working, and someone comes in there and just starts telling you a story, they're <laughs> really traumatizing fucked up story. You're like somewhat of a completely unqualified therapist for them. Dude, you are and then you carry that shit with you. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then you have to like worry about people. And like, I love people. I want them to be able to talk to me. But it, it can God be damn. heavy.
1: It can be really heavy. And sometimes people just, or you have, like, when I say, like, regulars, I mean, not, like, like. whenever I worked, when I worked at this other bar, we would have people that would, like, come in regularly enough that I knew them, but they weren't regulars to where I, like, knew them by name and everything else. Right. But it was, like, every time they would come in, it was just, like, they would just bombard me with just, like, shit and just like that is a day or just their stress and strife and like you know yeah you hear it and whether you like really care or not you're still hearing it and it still can affect you like me I'm a I you know I'm like oh my gosh and so like I interact and whatever so I definitely get that compassion fatigue but like even even if you're just kind of callous a little bit it doesn't matter it's still like you're having to hear it and it's not just one customer. It's like a lot of customers. Like I've heard some sad and scary shit at the same time over the years where I'm just like, Ooh, ooh okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you supposed to be telling me this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna tell anybody. I'm definitely, you know, confidentiality right. for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so the
0: same, uh, bar and website Uh, conducted a survey where 600 service industry workers in North America say that 84% experience anxiety, 77% suffer from depression, and 63% have disordered eating. Whoop,
1: whoop. I've had all those.
0: Uh, Same. (laughs) Absolutely same. And I can't, I I have just, I've always had disordered eating as it is anyway, but I can definitely see how it. Gets worse during the service industry because you don't really have time to take a break. Like I've worked at so co- like some corporate places, like yeah. where you have to go take
1: your break. Yeah, but like I mean, bar industry though, no, rare. You yeah. just shove food down your throat or pick and Standing eat, like up, yeah, shoving it down, down your throat, throat. As fast
0: as you can. It's cold,
1: like yeah, that's just the I'm used Or to you just have like your little snacks. Like I remember, like just of we'd go to the gas station beforehand, or like we'd go to Biggie's afterwards. But yeah, I'm like, you sleep all day, so you don't eat, and you gotta get ready for work. Then you get there, and you're like, okay, well, I'm kind of hungry, but not really. Well, then you get busy, yeah. And then after work, you know, what's what's open? We'll just water burger and junk, like just crap food. And you just you're already drunk, so you eat that drunkenly, and yeah. you just go to bed, for and sure. that's like your only meal for the entire day.
0: Yeah, and um. Another big one is that service industry workers tend to have to work during times of leisure. So people are, like, celebrating holidays, whatever.
1: We're working. Uh, We're working. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And, like, we'll get, like, a little break sometimes, like Christmas. We don't open until, like, three or five. Thanksgiving, same thing. But we're still there. It takes away time from our family. It's, like, days you cannot request off. And like I've always struggled with mental health issues, but like when I was at the bank, it was so much easier. Yeah, it's such a comforting job, and it's like
1: you have your weekends, you have your holidays. Like yeah. you get off, and you get paid for them, and you get paid for it, right? And in the at service the industry, firm.
0: you have to be there because you have to, like you rely on tips.
1: I'm about to say, and plus those days, like I know people are sick of their family after Thanksgiving and Christmas. And they're going to go to the bar and get drunk as shit? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, I'm not going to miss that damn money. Like, yeah, I, it sucks because, like, I miss my family. But I'm always like, dude, I can make 300 bucks in a few hours. Like, absolutely, I'm going to go. Yeah. To work. Like, that would be stupid of me not to. Those are always, like, the... Yeah. Like,
0: some of the best money-making days are holidays. Dude, yeah. A hundred percent. takes away memories. I have, like... Of course, my mom, my sisters, like... But my niece and nephew, like, they're little and... Like, oh, let me stop by really quick to give them their presents and then I, I got to be at work. Yeah. That uh, sucks. It does, does suck. suck. Yeah. That does suck. It's and a double-edged
1: sword for sure.
0: With that, the the hours that we work make it difficult for us to be able to seek mental health treatment because we might work nights, so we sleep all day. Yeah. Or we might work days, so nothing's open until, I mean, nothing's open at night. Yeah. You know? The time you get off. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but there is, um, a thing called HarperFest and you can check out HarperFest.org. It was established in 2021 for our, in memory of our dear friend, Jared Harper. Um, and their goal is to, Benefit, support, and improve mental health for service industry workers in honor of Jared, um, who passed in 2020. Yeah, I remember that. And on that website, you can donate. um, You can get help and participate in events. There's like a whole list of resources of places that you can get help from if that's something you're struggling with because I know so many people in the service industry that are suffering with mental health issues, and they feel like they just can't get the help because how are they supposed to do that? Are they gonna miss their shift and not make any money and or wake
1: up on time to get to the counseling exactly. session? Like,
0: and as horrible as like feeling that way feels, you do get a certain comfortability with it. Yeah, to where that's just your life. Well, and if you're stressed
1: out, just go take a shot at the bar before you go in.
0: Exactly. There's
1: the cure-all right there. Quick fix.
0: <laughs> exactly. It's, uh, it's super sad, but there's definitely help and there's hope. And, you know, we're two living examples of yeah, that, we that. are. Because there was a point in time where I was drinking every single day.
1: Yeah.
0: And when I would wake up, I don't mean this, dramatically, like, or to diminish what anyone else has been through, I would want to die because I felt like such shit. Oh, man. And I did not want to go into work because I probably wasn't still dried out. I, like, needed a drink to take the edge off. Uh It's just everything about it was just – it. the misery was, like, I would – just like to die right now. Yeah,
1: <sighs> but I had to be
0: there because I had to make the money. Well, it's like you you self
1: perpetuate it because you're hungover. And you're like, okay, fuck, like I gotta get ready. You're either chugging PD light or Gatorade. You shove some greasy food down your throat, and you're like, okay, well, I need a shot in order to to not feel hungover anymore, or you do other miscellaneous things to get your energy back up because you're fucking exhausted from the night before or whatever. And in order to play the part of happy-go-lucky bartender, yeah, let's do this. You need something. Yeah. And it's, it's just up and down and up and down. And like, after a while, it's, it's just exhausting. Like Mm -hmm. it it comes a point where you're just like, you're a shell of a person. And I lived like that for way, way too fucking long. Yeah. Way too long. I mean, I was getting three, four hours of sleep, 15 hours of school, multiple bartending jobs. Like, and I'll just tell you right now, like, if some people knew all the shit that I was on and they were like, you know, they did it as much as I did. So they were like, whatever. But other people, if they heard it, they'd be like, what the fuck? Like, that's, it's like psychotic. It's crazy. Like that, like normal people don't fucking do what I did. Yeah. And like do the things that I did to function i mean to literally just get up wash my face brush my teeth and be able to walk out the door like that's not normal yeah by any means. For it to
0: be that difficult
1: it's not difficult and to have to have all these extra substances in your body for you just to be okay let's go to work okay let's go to class okay like you know like it's yeah. just just to function
0: and on the lowest vibrations at that
1: i mean barely functioning yeah like on the lowest bar level yeah like easy like the lowest bar yeah dude it was i back and i'm like i don't i don't know i mean i know how i did it but i don't know how i did it right (laughs) like i don't know how i came out okay honestly (laughs) Same. Oh, dude.
0: I am, uh, I'm very grateful for the service industry. I'm grateful for my customers and I don't want to come off as someone that uh, is biting the hand that beats me. Oh, no. But obviously these correlations happen for a reason. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about
1: customers. <laughs> customers that grind our gears. <laughs> Things that grind our gears. That just really <laughs> just... The disrespect. Oh, girl. Sometimes I'm just like, I will slap the ever living shit out of you. I, I want to.
0: I am real big about matching energy, and sometimes it gets me in trouble because, you know, you always hear that the customer is always right.
1: But Ugh, you're right.
0: luckily for me, I've we mostly always level. worked in bars, so I'm just like, whatever. The customer is not always right, actually. And there is such thing as a stupid question because I get asked them all the time. Um, yeah. But my husband and I are very similar in the things that, like, bother us. But he's much better about the way he approaches them. And he has helped me see that maybe this person – isn't just trying to be rude to you maybe they don't actually just dislike you maybe they're having a bad day and that's the way they're coming off so i've been trying to work on that a lot and instead of like just matching their energy like just actually treating them with a little bit more kindness because maybe they are having like a real shit day yeah
1: and, and they don't realize they're coming off that way. Yeah. Cause I've definitely been that way too. And I'm like, Oh man, I'm being a bitch right now. Yeah. I need to chill.
0: But even at that, there's been times that I've done that and I still get shit on and I'm like, yeah, I swear to God, some people just like, you just don't like people. Yeah. or, anything you come into a bar you start trying to fight people you got no reason to be out at a goddamn bar anyway don't even be out in public you shouldn't even be drinking that's the way you get whenever you're
1: drinking tacky tacky i hate that dude whenever i used to work down in depot um and well i won't disclose the name but if you know me you know where i worked A girl i'm telling you we would get fights every weekend mm-hmm. and what's funny about it We had to stop playing the song Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus because I swear to God, I swear to God, every time we played that shit, every weekend, a fight would break out. And as soon as we stopped playing it, the fights got a little less and less. I don't know what it is, but that song just got people riled up. That's wild. (laughs) But I've seen some crazy, I've seen some crazy shit in my day. Yeah. Like, woof.
0: I worked at a bar that... Every, I I worked there shortly, but every shift, I kid you not, every shift there was either a fight or almost a fight. And I was the only bartender there. We didn't have servers. We didn't have door guys. And it was like a small bar. So that seems fine. Yeah. But the customer base was out of fucking control and they're all regulars. Yeah. And what are you going
1: to do? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like would come out from around the bar like y'all better stop blah 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 yeah. like fucking shortest shit. I have been physically picked up and placed back behind the bar, and I was told like stay back there, don't get in the middle of this. Like we're gonna handle it. And <laughs> I feared my fucking life like, whenever okay. I would work there. yes,
1: <laughs> I would. I feared my life every time I worked there. See, that's so like it's not okay, and like yeah, the money's good, but it's also like. I no money worth that kind of like, psychiatric <laughs> fucked up shit. Yeah, it's just not like it really isn't. But we justify like, well, the money, the money, the money. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's I always joke around like you have to be a little crazy to work in the service industry. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everybody by law should have to work at least a year in some form of service industry like because i feel like that alone would definitely help a lot of the shit that we deal with yeah every shift
0: it's a shift uh, perspective like see how you like to be treated treat people with kindness and if you're not like a super kind person because you're kind of like awkward i know i'm that way i come off rude a lot <clears throat> um just i can truly say I am socially awkward and because of that, I don't like to make a lot of eye contact. Um, I get a little nervous when I talk to people yeah. and I come off rude. So I get that when people are like that, but at the most, like
1: just don't be unpleasant. Yeah, smile or whatever. Or how, what did you say earlier? Like, hi, how are you today? What'd you say? but like Bud light. <laughs> Dude, the amount of times. There's when I worked at Starve's, there were times when I'm like, hi, how are you doing? They would order them like, hi, how are you doing? And I would repeat myself and, uh-huh. and then they'd be like, Oh, I'm good. I'm like, awesome. What can I get you just to be a petty bitch? Like, bitch. I don't give a fuck that you with your friend you by mocha. I asked you how you were doing.
0: Yeah. So when I worked <laughs> at a grocery store a long time ago, it was mandatory that we asked every customer how they were doing. Yeah. One time I asked, "Hi, how are you doing today?" The lady said, "Paper, please," like for her bag. Yeah. And I'm like, "Okay, how are you doing today?" And she's like, "Paper, please," and I don't like having
1: conversations.
0: What <laughs> a bitch. <laughs>
1: Like, it's my job. I'm getting paid to do this. I don't give a shit how your day is doing, ma'am. And I hope your paper bag breaks.
0: Like, yeah. Some people are genuinely just Assholes. that unpleasant. And it's like, damn. Don't even go out. Just do the stay bare, inside. Do the very bare minimum. Like, damn.
1: I don't care how your day is. Just fucking say, I'm good. Yeah. Lie. I don't, because I don't give a damn. But you can lie. Like the rest of society does,
0: right? I do care how some people's day are, oh, yeah. but that lady in particular—no, no, I didn't care.
1: I don't give a shit what how your day goes from now until forever.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm crunching ice, and I hope it's not picking up, but it probably is. I'll stop doing that now. It's just addictive.
1: <laughs> She's an ice girl.
0: I am an ice queen. Ice
1: queen. <laughs> Um,
0: honestly yeah just be nice
1: to your customers geez dude because i'll tell you right now if you're not like if you're like if you're the customer you're not nice and i'm telling you right now either restaurant industry coffee industry or bar industry you will get screwed over and i promise you we do remember like there was this one guy i did decaf for like three years straight every day because he was so rude every time he came in Mm -hmm. and i I'm unrelenting. I am a petty bitch. So you got decaf every day for three years. And so whenever I like whenever I guess whenever I kind of like left, I'm like, I wonder what happened whenever we finally got caffeine. <laughs> it was like a sick shot, venti Americano. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Every times I would even I'm so petty. Like I had my good days. I'll tell you that. I had my good days. And then there's days like I'm not the bigger person today. Right. There'd be times where I would even, I would squish their food. Like I'd pinch it (laughs) so bad. Or like I would take their, I was honestly probably way worse at Starbucks just because like, man, I had to be polite there. And I'll tell you, I've never met more entitled people over a $5 cup of coffee in my entire life. I can only imagine. God, pretentious. But and I also had on so many great regulars. But like I would either squish their food or like if they had a uh, lemon loaf, I would make sure the icing was on the bottom so it'd stick to the pan. You know, I'm so petty. What is wrong with me? You know what? I'm not above it, and it's okay. I'm I'm here to admit it. It is what it is. It is what it is. And you know, I've been you know, there'd be days I'd work on myself and you know, it's all about growth, but there's just certain customers where I'm like, You're not the one that I'm gonna be bigger for. Yeah, exactly. There's
0: been plenty of times people talk to me out of pocket and I will literally just say to them, like, that's the way that you're talking to someone who you expect to serve you. (laughs) Not today. You are not getting served today.
1: They change their tone so fucking quick, too. Yep.
0: But But the thing is, not everyone in every industry has the power to do that. I couldn't have done that when I worked at a corporate bar. No. No. At all, no. And I feel like so you should be able for to. For people who can't defend themselves that way, like
1: don't make them feel that way. Just be polite. Yeah, there are at the end of the day, they're a human being, and you know what? Like, I get if you're having a bad day because I've been there, and like I've gone out to places when I'm having a bad day, and you know I'm I can I'm kind of short, sure, and then I kind of like look inwardly. I'm like, okay, you're just you're kind of being grouchy. And there's been times, like, I'll even tell, like, whoever, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm just having a bad day. Like, I apologize if I kind of came off short or whatever. And, like, oh, my gosh, like, no, you're fine. and But, again, like, just because you're having a bad day does not give you the right to be mean or ugly to another human being, especially when they're giving you a service. Like, trust me, they may be having a bad day, too, but they have to suck it up. And it yeah. is what it is. They have to suck it up too. So exactly. Because <laughs> there are plenty of days that I mean I'd go into work and it would be rough.
0: I do want to add on that beyond just like customers, another big stress factor I've had in the industry is my
1: bosses.
0: (laughs) yeah. Because a lot of times I felt like my job wasn't safe. If I was not their number one work pony, like, yep. You can't ever say no, never. And like, they're asking, but I feel like if I say no, what's my schedule going to be like next week? Right.
1: Are you going to punish me? Are you going to be mad at me? Like, literally I've been there.
0: There was one time I had to request off. I don't remember why, but I never requested off and I had to. And so on the schedule, they would do like where um, they'd block off the day that you know, I requested off. And they kept it that way. And I told them like, Oh, I only needed off for that one day. And they're like, okay. And I never got that shift back. Are you shitting me? Swear. And what
1: the hell?
0: Yeah. But someone calls in, who do they call? You me. Yup. Every time, every time. And I would like go every time. I was like the newest girl. So I would get the least amount of shifts, whatever it was. I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything, but I was a hard worker because I, I mean, I'd already come from basically the same gig, same POS system, same everything. And like the head server was training me the first day. She's like, well, you get it. Like you get all this, like you're going to be good. Yeah. Like you're better than these girls. Like one of them sitting down having like dinner with her boyfriend while she's on the clock. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Must be nice. (laughs) But I'd get the least amount of shifts, but I worked the most hours because everybody would call in.
1: Oh, yeah. And i would yeah same i'd always pick up too yeah (laughs) someone take that money you're an idiot i would take your money from you (laughs) yeah
0: and sometimes managers or even owners can be just so completely out of pocket and it's frightening it can be frightening because then you worry
1: about job security yeah yeah especially in in this kind of industry yep you know like more professional jobs like like it's there's hr and like there's more protocols whereas this i mean when they tell you like you're you know you're replaceable like you know without a doubt in your mind like they make it very adamant like you are replaceable and i mean within a day Mm -hmm. within a day they will have somebody else so it's i mean yeah i've had i've had some some bad bosses i've also had some really good bosses and a good really good managers too One of them is sitting next to me. (laughs) But no, I've had managers where they've come in like, I mean, so like drunk and would sit in the back, was supposed to be on the floor to help us. And he would sit in the back the whole time, hungover, so drunk, whatever, farting around on TikTok while we're out there, like slaving away. Yeah. Like shorthanded, whatever, getting our asses handed handed to us and he like would not help us and i'm just like that is literally your job is to help us yeah and like he would come in looking like a slob all the time like belly hanging out and like you need to look professional for this managerial position yeah he would come in with his shoes untied even yikes yeah like Dude, it was awful. And I mean, like not not to like whatever, like be conceited, but I was I am a hard worker. And that's one thing I will always tell people, like I'm one of the hardest working people that you'll ever hire because I do believe in hard work. And it's not to say that anybody else working is not also a hard worker. But for me and myself, that is what I, you know, I'm a hard worker and I would run those shifts pretty much as a manager by myself do the orders, count the money, give people their breaks, da everything, everything, everything. And no matter what I did, like there was always something wrong or he'd get mad at or this and that. And I'd been with the company for five years longer than he had been. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think I know what I'm doing. And if you have such an issue with it, how about you come out here and do it your damn self then? And I'm a big person on that. Like, if you don't like it, then do it yourself. Like, I know when I do things and whatever, like, I know it is correct. Like, and just because it's not done the way that he wanted it done, I, I digress. But yeah, he was just an asshole all the time. And like I felt very, very singled out by him. Yeah. And
0: like, I had but one every of those time too. he needed a
1: shift co- called a covered, guess he would call. Mm-hmm. Whether it was three thirty in the morning or i had you know i had worked at 4 30 in the morning and he needed someone to close and then i had to open the next day i'd still go in but it was never good enough for him and i'm like why am i killing myself for you yeah why but it's also that part of me that's like well and it was also honestly more for my like baristas that i because i was shift supervisor i was like it wasn't so much for him it was for them that i was willing to take that hit because I didn't want them to suffer or struggle. So, Definitely. But, yeah. Yeah, bosses be good to your employees, please.
0: Be good to your employees. I <laughs> I know I've not been the best boss ever. But, like, first of all, this was not a, a job position that I signed up for. It was given to me because the person who was uh, before me – could no longer be there. And I was the next in line that knew the most. So, you know, it just kind of got handed over to me and I've struggled with not knowing exactly the correct way to do certain things. But I can say that I have not and will not abuse my power. You don't, I've never seen you abuse your power, I'm ever.
1: I'm right there with y'all doing the grunt work. And that's why I think all of us appreciate you so much because you are, you're doing the dirty work. Yeah, You are like, and I mean, just because you didn't know a hundred percent of what you were doing, you knew what you were doing, but manager wise, you know, it was a, it's a learning process. I think you've done very well for not having been trained really and just being thrown into the position. And, like, I've seen you grow and, like, you know, kind of do it in your own way. But I think the bar has been amazing. And I think we've definitely, like, fixed a lot of problems that, like, were struggled throughout past managers. I really do. Yeah, of course.
0: A few weeks ago, uh, so my younger sister uh, picks up at the bar we work at. She was a weekend employee, but now she just picks up and she said she had um, a table that asked if there was a change in management and she told them yes and that i was the new manager and they were like we can tell like we haven't been here in a long time oh, wow. but this place has completely turned around like oh my God, just I love tell that. them they're doing an amazing job <gasps> i was like oh, thank you, oh, so you think I'm pretty? Because they're pretty going to be stressful it can be a lot high pressure to be like this somewhat of a role model that I wasn't even really exactly ever trying to be,
1: <laughs> and sometimes I'm not so great at it. But yeah. but you're still human, Thank so whatever. You. I think you're great. Right. Then you really have turned that place around. I mean, there was a lot of things that needed to be fixed, and you just like got the reins, and you just boom. Steered exactly how you needed to. You've worked long, late hours after working already a full shift, and there's times I'm like, Sarah, you have to go home literally right now. Like I'm telling you, go home because you're gonna burn out. And I'm like, it'll get done, Mm -hmm. and it is what it is, and yeah, but yeah, you work so hard.
0: Thank you. And I did take that advice from you. It took me a long time to get there, but I did finally because. Once again, that was something that was really messing with my mental health where like I wanted to get everything fixed the way that for like the two years or however long it was, one year, two years that I worked there, all the things that I saw that I didn't like and that I thought should have been better. Yeah. Um, but it was not ever my place to fix. I wanted all of that. Fixed. So by the time I was GM, it was so, so much work to put in. And kind of daunting. (laughs) I was obsessing over it and I was like getting really overwhelmed. That's whenever I freaked out. That's whenever I started drinking again. I mean, it took a long time. I, I stopped in. December, the very end of December, yeah. and I didn't start again until um, late October, yeah. but it was around that, because it was like football season time and stuff, Yeah, and it was just, how am I going to fix everything, and I'm busy all of the time, and this and that, and it was just a lot, and I don't solely blame the drinking on the job, but it was just all of the stressors.
1: Just kind of, it all bubbled up and over. hmm Yeah. No, there was... There was a while, a hot minute where you were at the bar almost the entire day. And I could just tell, like, I could just see it throughout the months. I was like, she's gonna have a burnout and it's gonna be bad because oh, yeah. I've been burned out. I've, yeah. I've had burnouts Yeah, most of my jobs because I exert, overexert myself. I take on way too much because I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to say no because then I feel bad and then I'm like, I'm screw- i've screwed myself over and the only person that's suffering from it is me yeah <laughs> no one else cares no one else is helping me no yeah. one can't help me and it's just like you have to learn to say no yeah and if they get mad at you it's just too fucking bad you're allowed to say no you don't owe them anything you really i'm sorry but you just don't your mental health is worth so much more than appeasing one person
0: exactly and honestly, that also lended to my disordered eating again wow. because it'd be like I was so exhausted, I would chug a Red Bull, and then yeah. it'd make me full. Yeah, and so there wasn't time to eat. And like to me, eating is like a, a, it's like a pleasurable thing. It's not necessarily just to survive. Like the way some people can actually live like that. Oh, you yeah, no. I like eat for pleasure, and
1: 100%, like. I'm wouldn't
0: (laughs) like, I'm not in the fucking mood. I'm not having a good time. And I need to stay awake because I need to finish all of this paperwork and have everything organized and do this and that. So then it was just Red Bull, Red Bull, Red Bull, because this was before I was drinking alcohol again. And it was so constant that I was never thinking, like, I'm going to purposely starve myself. But I was. Yeah. And then I just dropped so much weight and it was every day somebody saying something about like oh my god how'd you lose so much weight
1: and i'm like i'm stressed the fuck out i'm stressing out and i don't literally have time to eat mm-hmm. and like i think it's funny because i've been on both sides But people are like, oh, my God, I don't have time to eat. I'm like, yes, you do. But I've also been in the position, like, no, I really do not have time to eat. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even have time to eat a freaking cracker, bro. Like, I just don't. Because, like, when I eat, I want to be able to just sit down and just, like, not think about it. Like, I want to be able to enjoy it. But then there's also times, like, I really do, like, shove it down my throat that I don't feel good afterwards. I don't really taste it. And then I'm uncomfortable. And it's just like, I would have rather just not eaten at all. I would have rather just gone hungry, which is not good either. But yeah. that's just the truth. Exactly. And I will say just being cracked out all the time because you're exhausted, you're busy. Those that like the energy drink and caffeine, well, it's an anti or um, an appetite suppressant. Yeah, yeah exactly. So you're just like, well, I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry. And then I'd be going to bed and I'm like, well, I'm hungry, but I'm like, well, I'm so tired. Like I'll just eat in the morning, but I don't. So then I just get up, drink my coffee and go. <laughs> That's right, girl. So girl, dinner. Long, girl dinner. Girl <laughs>
0: dinner. Air <and> Red Bull. <laughs> so the long and the short is it can be very difficult working in the service industry, but it also can be rewarding. So take care of yourself. Yes. Take care of your servers and bartenders. Be nice.
1: Be nice. That's honestly the baseline.
0: Just be nice. Be nice. That's so easy. It really is. Try to sleep. Try to eat. Drink your I water. I mean, act- like, eat. But, you know, try to eat, like, a, a... Good meal. Maybe, like, plan ahead. I know that's so
1: difficult, but... It makes a difference. Or even like it how does. you and I do. We have like our little cheese sticks and our meat, like our like beef sticks. And then, dude, I have a big snacky person. And like yeah. now that I'm working so early, I'll have my applesauce packet. I'll have my yogurt. I'll have my beef and cheese stick. I'll have like some almonds some cutie oranges. Like, and I just have little snacks that I can eat real fast. But it holds me over. Yeah. So there's a little, you know, that's what I do. And I help you. But Yeah.
0: <laughs> be nice to others. Be nice to yourself. And if you ever feel like you need help, like I said, um, go to HarperFest.org. It's got tons of resources uh, for places that you can seek help. That's local to Lubbock, but I'm sure there's many others out oh, yeah. there online for <clears throat> other people. Absolutely. That one's just really awesome because it is aimed Toward people in the
1: service industry. Yeah. And again, I say this, I think I've been saying this a lot every episode. MD Live guys. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, there there are um, like my counselor, she does as late as nine o'clock at night. And she does as early as like eight, seven a.m. and all day. And it can be a phone call or a video. And I always just do phone calls because it's just easier for me, you know, and it's only 30 minutes like yeah. So there there are options and it is important. Like it can be, you know, difficult at the beginning to kind of get the, those wheels in motion, but I promise you no amount of money is worth your mental health. Period. That is right.
0: Truth. Period. Period. 100. 100. <laughs> 100. <laughs> well, I think that about wraps this up. What do you think, Briar? Do you have anything else to add or are we done?
1: um um i think that is it i think yeah
0: i think we covered it i think we covered it we did we came up with this topic on a whim
1: yeah we were like bouncing off so many different ideas for today yeah and i don't know how we decided on this one i think you how did you i you said something because
0: I think. um you decided we should talk about uh things that get on our nerves
1: oh yeah that's how i started
0: and then I was like, well, what if it's like about like being in the service industry yeah. and people getting on our nerves? And then it was like, wait a second, there's a huge correlation between yeah. mental health issues and the, the service, service industry. industry. Yeah. So then we kind of got to balance it all in together. We greased our wheels and uh, yeah. We can come up with anything.
1: We're so good. We Cheers. We are
0: queens. Period. And so are y'all.
1: Yes. Love it. And Kings.
0: <laughs> I was about to say, and Kings. <laughs> Read of my mind. Alrighty. Well, you guys, I don't know if we're going to record another before the Lana concert or not, but we probably won't, which means we won't have another episode for y'all until next, until week. next week. But until then, and until next time, time,
1: don't, don't BS yourselves. Bye. Bye.